I'm Rich Jones at 722. There comes a time when you turn the page and see what's next. It was a pretty stunning announcement that came and caught a lot of people off guard that longtime Jacksonville Congressman Andrew Crenshaw would not be seeking a ninth term in Congress. And since, you could almost hear the politicos pushing their way to the front so they could jump in the race to replace the uh, longtime Jacksonville congressman. But before we can get too far, I wanted to have a conversation um, with the longtime representative from the area. You had told uh, us yesterday in Washington, Andrew, that uh, you and your wife had a conversation over the Easter break. But did you just know in your gut that you just didn't have it for another term? Well, Rich, I think I always knew that, that I would know when it was time to, to be and I, I, I think when we just reflected, we do this from time to time about what the future holds. And when I looked back uh, about the tremendous privilege it had been to, to serve and being proud of all the things that we'd done, both for the constituents and for the country, uh, it just seemed like the right time to say, let's, let's turn the page on this chapter of my life and, and let's see what's next. So uh, it was a really easy decision. And the the hard part was deciding when to tell everybody, and mm-hmm. I wanted to tell my staff before I told the world, and so we, we kept it kind of quiet, and Tuesday afternoon when I went back to Washington, I sat down with my staff, thanked them for the great work that they've done, said we still got to finish this year, uh, but I'm not going to run again in the fall, uh, and that's that. How do you unwind 16 years worth of work? For example, like some of the big projects you've been uh, involved in are just starting to hit their stride. You know, we got the coming of the littoral combat ships out of Mayport. Do you feel like uh, maybe one more term would be able to see it out? Or how do you unwind that or maybe pass that to ultimately who your successor is? Well, I think a lot of the things that we've accomplished, and for instance, all the littoral combat ships on the East Coast are going to come to Mayport. That decision has been made. All the PH, the new reconnaissance planes, they're all going to go on the East Coast to NES Jacks. The ABLE Act, which you know I worked on for eight years, is now the law of the land. It's going to impact the lives of millions of folks with, indivis- with, with disabilities and give them a, a new lease on life and a chance to realize their dreams. So I, I think most of the things that I've been working on, you know, I got to finish, uh, and now somebody else can pick up the work, and, and I, I'm sure there'll be lots of good people that want to take my place. You talk about the finished business. Is there one unfinished project that uh, you really wish you could see to the finish line? Well, you know, the the fact that that we came so close to having a a nuclear carrier home ported in Jacksonville, as you know, I worked with the Navy for two and a half years. They made the decision, yes, we want to have another port on the East Coast. Yes, it's going to be Mayport. We did three of the five projects that needed to be done, and then the president decided that he didn't want to spend any more money. There will be a day when a nuclear carrier sails into Mayport, uh, but that's been postponed, and that could be a year, it could be five years. So uh, most of the things that I've been working on, we were able to accomplish, and I'm proud of all the things we've done. With 16 years, there's institutional knowledge, and then the role you serve on appropriations and working to secure money for Northeast Florida, specifically with the military installations. How important is it? Do you feel like in any way this area may be vulnerable, at at least in the next two to four years or a couple of budget cycles, without you being there for that and leading that fight? Well, I think the good news is that we've modernized, we've upgraded if you go out to Mayport, you'll see a lot of new buildings that we built in the last 10 years, privatized housing. There's some beautiful homes out there now where people can live. You go to NAS Jackson, gosh, there's hardly any room for any more helicopters or, or P8s, P3s. So I think, I think I'm leaving 
uh, our district in great shape. And I think the country, uh, we're in the middle of rebuilding our military to make sure it's the best trained, best equipped. So those priorities are, are still mine, and I think we've come so far uh, that those big-deck amphibs are out at Mayport. They're there. They've been homeported there. More ships are going to come in the works. So all of that, I think, is on course, and, and I'm sure it's going to do fine. You're hailed by many for being bipartisan, being able to work across party lines, going back to when you were Florida Senate president. Uh, but at the same time, you also have the critics who call you a rhino. Are you proud of the way that you were able to work together in, in if you will, a spirit of bipartisanship to get stuff done? There's no question. My life is about relationships. And when you deal with people one-to-one and you show that you care about them, you care about their views, even if you don't agree, you don't have to demonize them. You can be friends. It's hard It's hard to be mad at somebody if, if you know their kids' names. And so I've tried to get to know my colleagues on both sides of the aisle, and, and I think that's one of the reasons that I could do so much. I'm a little disappointed, frankly, in today's political climate. There's such division, and I think we need to move away from that and get back to where we can work through issues and not demonize the other side, but get along and say we might disagree, but let's work together and find a middle ground. For those who don't know, when the congressman visits our radio stations, we're not just News 104.5, we have some music stations. He always asks us about the music that's playing. So your next steps in your early 70s, are you going to become like a musician or something? What is next for you and your, and your lovely family? Well, I, I really don't know, Rich. I hadn't really thought about that. I'm going to finish this year out and finish strong. Uh, I still like Bob Dylan, and I even like Adele now. So uh, <laughs> i got a wide range of musical interests. Uh, I'm going to go hear John Prine when he comes to Wolf Trap uh, this spring. You know, ABBA's coming back. They've got uh, an event, uh, to my, uh, I think Friday, actually. Yeah, ABBA the concert at Florida Theater. You could always head down there and see them. I love that play about whatever that was called with all the ABBA songs. That was one of the kind of happiest musicals you could ever see. No shortage of people and names that are being bandied about. Former Sheriff John Rutherford saying he's interested, and it would seem some money and interest is already starting to go that way. Are you ready to endorse anyone for your seat? No, Rich, I'm just, I'm sure there are going to be lots of names tossed out there, probably some names that nobody's even heard yet. So I'm going to watch the process unfold. There's still two and a half months before the qualifying date ends. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some good people. And I'm, I'm happy that we live in a democracy where a lot of folks can stand up and say, I want to take his place and let the voters decide. Thanks for your service, and thanks for carving out some time to talk to us, Congressman. Thanks. Best of luck to you.